a lifetime of indoctrination. So busy fighting with each other that we never look up and realize we're getting fucked. We're the only one in the universe that has free will. We are born free and we will stay free. Okay. Welcome to Free Will. It's really like embarrassing doing something like this. Honestly, it's, I'm going to get vulnerable, but yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. Like putting yourself out there and you're just like, ah, I don't give up mm, what anybody thinks. I got to just do it because it feels right. But, um, recap, definitely going to get better on my technical abilities i am not tech savvy at all so honestly this whole thing is impressive as it is um but yeah so as like the first official episode official official i wanted to talk about i think a topic that has been the most heart-crushing to me and the most, ah, what is going on in today's society? And that is the children. And when I mean the children, people are like, I don't know. I don't actually know or understand what everyone's general consensus is or reasoning. I don't know what anybody thinks about what's going on with the indoctrination and the essentially child abuse that we are quite literally inflicting onto our kids these days is insane. And I'm, I guess it's interesting because we hear people again talk about it and we're like, holy crap, yeah, you know, you know, thank gosh there's people out there speaking against this stuff and, you know, speaking against the extremist take on what's going on in most of these schools. And it's nice to hear someone standing up for the kids and standing up for other things that you know we see going on. But what does that do exactly? I don't know. I mean, it's interesting though, because it has calmed down also. I think there's always waves of these issues. You know, it's whenever the news wants to bring it up to attention. Now it seems like we've even been in a little bit of a calm period. Uh, it's weird because it's right in your face. And then with these calm periods, it makes you quite literally forget what's going on. Because again, you're distracted with your own personal life and you have things you have to take care of. I'm looking it up. This is going on in America, in our country, 
and you think to yourself, wow, we quite literally are advertising child abuse on social media or okay we're spreading awareness but there's it's just sitting there the child abuse is just sitting in there and again I think people are not understanding what I mean when I say child abuse so I think Right away, because here's the thing is we're not having heartfelt conversations. We're having like, we're having conversations, but they're not, they're not deep enough to get it into a parent's head that there is a serious issue with this generation and with what's going on in school with these kids and turning an eye to it and saying to yourself, oh, that's not going to happen to my kid or, oh, you know, my kid, we have good, good morals, good values at home or, oh, like, you know, not at my school, not my community. You know what I mean? Because you're so caught up with everything. So it's like you have to hope that that's not going to happen to your kid. But the reality is, is if you really take a second, like what we're about to do and actually just search what's going on, or you'll see that it is going to happen to your kid because unfortunately your kid is a kid in this time period. And it doesn't matter what you teach or guide or surround your kid around at the end of the day if your kid's going to public school if your kid has a phone if your kid has friends if and your kid is around you know their friends parents that have you know however they parent and you have really no control over your kid at a certain point and really it's getting to the point where you don't have control over your kid the moment you take them to I mean Well, first of all, the parents that are aware of what's going on and are still putting their kid into school, the moment you put your kid into preschool or nurse or whatever daycare, like that's the moment they're inflicting upon it because this is everywhere. This is literally on, you know, in children's books, on the shows, in their ideologies. It's it's indoctrination and over time, it's just going to get worse and worse and the teachers and the people in these school districts that are still conflicting this on the children, they're just brainwashed themselves. I don't know exactly what is going on with them. I mean, it's it's crazy, feeds off crazy. You know, it's mental illnesses. It, it really is like a virus. And let's screen share, though, what's going on here in the schools. Because, you know, there are parents out there that are busting their ass, fighting for their kids, fighting for these schools and going to these parent board meetings and really trying to make a difference. But 
I don't know how much that's helping when a whole society and system is completely set in their mindset and it's just it's it's already spreading you know the virus is spreading that's you know man did I just come up with something there's literally like a a child abuse virus okay so we're just gonna go on my x on my ex <laughs> and these were just like a few things that I retweeted just when I was thinking about doing this topic and it's like The lowdown on anal sex. Everyone has unusual and it's located sensitive part of the body. Touching the skin around the anus can be a huge turn on for people of any gender. You generally want to get started on this kind of sex play after a soapy shower. So that area is extremely clean. One person is, I mean, I guess I should have said warning disclosure for children. Actually, real quick, if you're listening to this, uh, don't listen in front of your children, please. This is for the adults only. Um, okay, but continuing. Uh, I, there's lots of times anal can be feel tight and hurt too much, and I had to call it stop and kind of always involve water-based lubrication. You know... This is, this is a problem. This is a problem. And this other page right here, I remember it's, you can even see it right here. It was like a, saw it on another tweet. It was like a scissoring thing to girls scissor. And the, the author of this book, I think they listed it as like 12 plus or 10 plus, 12 plus, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, I know the author tweeted, I saw the author tweet it herself saying that the book is actually 8 plus. And I just, like, do you guys, like, seriously, like, my generation, now I'm talking to my generation, like, that we're about to have kids, like, do you guys remember what we were doing when we were 10? Why would we need to read a book about anal sex? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, are you serious? I mean, and then 8 plus. At that time, I was I was worried about still playing Foursquare and still, you know, you know, I was wearing, I think I was still wearing shorts, you know, I was a little tomboy at the time. Ironically, I was a tomboy at the time. Loved sports, hung out with all the boys, wore boy clothes. 
imagine if someone dramatically told me that I should do something dramatic to myself at that time. Really, at that age, I personally, from I would say most of, honestly, most of elementary school and then going into middle school, that middle school is when I started being more girly girly. And that's because that's when we started like, yeah, first kiss, boys, flirting. But it wasn't this. It was cute at, at the time. It was like, you got in trouble with your parents for like texting a boy late at night when you were 12 or something. You didn't come home from the library with a book on how to low down on anal sex. Now just look, look at what happens when we type, when we type, uh, Drag queens in schools. Are three years old children right age for this? Just look at what comes up. Is this right education? Do even children like this is just like don't understand that? What is it about these romance? Costume and a what? With augmented boobs busting out, a leather miniskirt barely covering his twerking ass with tuck tape on his front while spreading his fish netted legs as he rides on the ground. Yes, so, so some of the parents, they're fighting. Is it working? No, because the kids, they have social media, they have friends, they have other parents, they have their around. Okay, why? Well, the hips on the drag thing goes. Yeah, swish, see, that's heck heavy. Swish, Hey, you need to leave? No, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing it. <laughs> hey, it's super awesome here, aka the free thinking lesbian, and I'm highly confused why a grown man dressed like a woman in this kind of performance has got no business being shown to children. Yeah, it's got no business being in school. It's got no educational purpose whatsoever. And I don't give a fuck if you. Excuse me. Sorry, excuse me. Sorry, excuse me. Sorry. Sorry. Excuse me. This is. This is a disgrace. Men dressed as prostitutes reading filth to children. Look at all these people here, lads. Drag queen story time. Yeah, that's a thing. What's going on? It's like, oh, even if you have clarification, if it's not going on, it's going on some way or another. It's happening. I watched this TikTok of this father. He was at a school board meeting and the one of these books, it was like the same thing, like one of those sexual type books was literally advertised in front of the book fair of whatever the library was. And yeah, at that age, like elementary school through middle school, I remember having library time a few times a week. You go to library for an hour, you pick whatever books you want, you check out whatever books you want, you go maybe twice a week, I think. And the books that are advertised right at the front right there or at the book fair, 
are like books that incorporate sex and it doesn't even here's the thing is it doesn't even matter if it's freaking gay sex or bisexual sex or whatever kind of it doesn't matter what it is it just shouldn't be spoken about at all (laughs) nothing like like sex related should be spoken about at all it's these are children these are weird this is their most developmental point in their time period and parents are kind of just turning i mean they're not kind of they are turning a blind eye to the fact that their children are completely being exposed to absolute nonsense and it might not be a problem now or it might you know not feel like it's a big deal and it might feel like your kid's doing great or you know frick let's say your kid you know graduates high school goes to college who knows what that psychological type of damage of being told that you need to lube up your asshole excuse my french but you need to lube up your a-hole when you're 10 years old what kind of damage that does to a child and it's like collective children so they're like all together talking about it that's what i'm saying is like we're like we're adults and we're talking about things imagine what the kids are talking about right now we don't even do we talk about we don't want to talk about it to the kids because it's like if we bring it up then it's even more of a you know why would we want to bring it up but it's you know what if the kids are going to school and you know, their teacher's like, you know, what are our pronouns and why do we do that? And you might not be a boy and you might not be a girl and you might like, you know, you, Frank, might like Brian. And and all the kids are like at recess, like, hey, 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 who are they talking about? So that's why I'm saying it's like too late. I'll continue. My name is Miss B, and I am a drag queen. And this is Drag Queen Story Hour. Give it up for yourself. Yeah. This is the land of all, and everyone fits in here. Do you see that? So, what's not a problem for kids who are seeking a good education? Drag queens. Okay? Let me say this drag queens, not only are they not hurting our kids, drag queens make everything better. That was was really weird. All right, all right. Demure is a. You get the point. Um, I mean, this stuff is everywhere. You've seen videos. I've I've posted video on my Instagram before of one of these LGBTQ rallies of they're saying they're shouting out, "We're coming for your children." You know, we're coming for your children. So they're blatantly telling you they're coming for your children. And the thing is, is I understand that these, these types of issues, no matter how you feel about it, I want to clarify that with any type of anybody that is listening, 
no matter how you feel about any of these issues, these are children. And we can all collectively agree, because we are human beings with reason, that the statement, we're coming for your children, coming from a rally, should be looked into. What they're putting into these books to go against children should be looked into. All of this is unreasonable. We shouldn't be doing this to kids. And the problem is, is I think we keep talking about it and we're now at a calm period and we're at a calm period because it's now just implemented into our society. So when people are fearful and it's right in their face, it's like a warning. It's like a, hey, this is what we're doing to your kids. And people are like, fighting it and, you know, they're scared and it's coming to, you know, it was like the, you know, it was a period of like, wow, wow, this is happening. And now it's almost transitioning to a period of calmness and people are going back to their regular life and stresses and, you know, you need the calm period. That's the whole part of the plan of indoctrination is you need the calm period for the parents to relax and say, oh, okay, I can let my kids continue to be in these schools. Oh, I can let my kids continue to have an iPhone and continue to watch Disney Channel. And the calm period is really is what's going to affect us. That's what's already affected us. I mean, when we look back in time, we had periods where, you know, there was warnings where it's like, ah, this is what's going to happen. And then we were calm and we were like, oh, you know, we got we to gotta work and pay the bills so we don't really have time to focus on these things and now we'll know we have to focus on these things if you're a parent you have to like your number one job as a parent is to make sure your kid is safe and make sure your kid has an opportunity of free will because right now what we're doing there's no opportunity for these kids it's creating absolute and it's creating very dangerous dangerous situations i mean grown men should be nowhere near women and nowhere near young women, young girls, minors, minor girls in public restrooms, in in any type of accommodation or environment that is unsafe for the young girl. And... In some of these states, we're allowing it. There's two types of crazy. That's what I've realized. There's two types of crazy. The first type of crazy is that, is that, that type of crazy. That's the type of crazy. The people that are pushing this mass indoctrination and this just just insane oppression against women and children and just human beings and just just society in general. This is just absolutely an oppression against society and the family unit. Literally believe that ideology and they, you know, I don't even want to call it crazy. And then there's the other type of crazy, which is, which are the people that are just like us that are very aware and we recognize that this is like, not cool, but we still just 
don't do anything about it. I'm telling you guys right now, sex has been implemented into our society. A child who is born into a society where it's nothing about sex, whether it's gender, sexuality, sex change, sex positions, it's just not acceptable for kids. And to go to the extent to where we are changing their sex and making biological changes onto them pre-18, I mean, yeah, we make that classic argument, oh, well, I couldn't get a tattoo or, you know, a piercing at eight, until I was 18 or I couldn't get a drink until I was 21, but I can get a penis at seven years old if I wanted to. What? in the world guys did you know these penises no i don't even want what in the world guys these laws that are being implemented they're pointing towards a complete troll over the children i mean there's going to be a day where it is unsafe or it is there's going to be a day where it is criminal for a parent to say that they don't want their three-year-old child to have a sex change or, you know, et cetera, at whatever age. And that's a problem because we're seeing it slowly being implemented into Canada. And it's going to slowly happen because the law slowly happens and Unfortunately, I actually think this has been pretty rapid. If you were to ask me 10 years ago, what was I, 12? I was 12. If you were to ask me 10 years ago, I wouldn't have even like known what to say to you because I wouldn't have understood any of these concepts because I was 12. But if you were to ask me back then if this would be America... No one would have said yes. Like, no one would have been like, no one would have saw this happening. Some people would have, there there's people out there that did actually, I'll give them those people credit. They were, they, there are people out there that said this was going to happen. Um, but we, we had more faith, I think, in this country because this, I mean, America is beautiful. But it's gotten to a point where we have way too much government control and these schools have way too much control over our kids. And the only way that we're going to protect our kids is if parents, you actually make a stop to it and you put your kid out of school. Or you guys, you guys need to, you know, make Facebook groups and come together and call for help. And go to your school communities, go to these PTA meetings and talk to other parents. Literally have a poster and say other parents, uh, you know, wanting to start a homeschool without indoctrination or something like that. Whatever your call to help is, it needs to be some type of call because, well, and here's the thing is I understand it's really hard 
I understand when it's I'm not a parent and it's way easier said than done. And I understand that as a parent, you want to provide a very normal lifestyle and these calm stages give you an excuse to think that you are providing a normal life for your kid, but you're not. Your kid is 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 going to suffer at, at the end of this. We're talking about a mass population in America that have completely started medicating their children. I mean, literally loading up kids on Zannies and Addies. Like, what? Why are we doing that to seven-year-old kids? And that's the thing is why ADHD is a thing. I mean, I have ADHD right now. I'm kind of sitting here like all jittery. But that's normal. You should you should have ADHD. That means you're uncomfortable. And being uncomfortable means that you need to be reaching for a different potential. That's again, now we're wrapping this all into one of the directions of when you have ADHD, that means you're curious. That means you don't want to sit at a desk. Children don't want to sit at a desk for six hours during the day and do what they're told and take tests and have to follow rules. Their minds are explorative. It's their most, it's the most closest actually they are with God because they're the most purest and they are ready to explore and understand the world. And instead of letting them dive in into that in a healthy well community family oriented valued way we throw them into school indoctrinate them all for a system that's going to put you into a nine to five job or any type of job that's going to make you wonder what your purpose is in life everything's a connection and everything ties to one another and you know, everything is a board. It's like a bulletin. This connects here. This connects here. This connects to it. Boom, 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 boom. But at the end of the day, it all actually all connects there to God. It all connects us all together. And we have a duty to our children and we have a duty to future generations because the way humanity is going to continue and the way we're going to be able to keep coming up back to school and learning and experiencing life and it's experiencing the lessons that life will give us to build us to our higher self the only way that's going to happen is if we continue humanity and if we destruct it and if we lead our children into this type of outrage we're never going to forgive each other we're never going to forgive ourselves. We look back in time now and we say, oh, how do we forgive ourselves about the Holocaust? Or, oh, how do we forgive us, uh, ourselves about, you know, Hiroshima, you know, the nukes? We are never going to forgive ourselves about the fact that we completely destroyed an entire, I mean, I don't know how many generations, but this child abuse and literally filling children with that the drug that they use for these hormones or whatever for the transitioning it's the drug to for incarcerated i don't know exactly the 
I'm not medical medical gal, but it's literally for incarcerated prisoners. They're using that on on people for transitioning, and these effects that it's gonna have on these on these kids, physically, psychologically. There's no going back, and it's gonna greatly affect our DNA and it's going to screw every generation actually to come. We really need to start building a community and for our kids. I mean, there's literally a flag created for a now new movement of pedophiles. There's now that's like, they're like pushing it on, on and people that are like, Oh, that's crazy. What do you mean? It is happening. The people that said the trans movement being pushed was crazy and it happened. Yeah, it happened. Now this being pushed, it's going to happen. They're trying to push a pedo movement and recognize that being sexually attractive to the minor youth, minor attracted persons. This is a society. Let's picture this is a society that we're leading into parents we're having kids or you already have kids and first of all who knows what your health is like i mean yeah we're being fed this poison as could is we're it's i mean constant toxins and let's say you do have a great uh family household you guys are supporting each other say you don't and you're having kids and you have those stresses impacting you um and parents you're in a calm stage for the next few years whatever we keep going keep living kids are you know they keep going through it's building psychological damage oh kids not doing good in school we're gonna take them to the doctor and give them you know give them Adderall oh girl she looks like a tomboy maybe we should transition her oh our little boy seems kind of feminine maybe we should transition him oh and let's not just let them go through a stage like we didn't all have stages I had every single stage I literally had the tomboy stage, the goth stage, the country stage, the EDM girl stage, the church girl stage. The I've had quite literally every stage. Because that's the cool part about being a person is you get to explore everything. Uh, but yeah, every single girl, I would say, has had a tomboy stage. So girls, you're not realizing that Girls now, they don't get tomboy stages. Boys now, they don't get tom girl stages. They just, they're going to be told that they're different from the moment they feel or look different or act different. And then it's going to be pushed and pushed and pushed until they are different. And then they're either physically damaged and I mean, these drugs, they don't know the long-term effects with any of this. They don't know the long-term effects with anything. So doing this to kids, even just by not knowing long-term effects, transitioning kids without knowing the long-term is unsafe. And putting our children in these unsafe positions is just absolutely insane to me. And it really is, we're doing a disgrace. And, and really the parents, I'm telling you, the law is going to catch up to you. Indoctrination is going to catch up. Environment's going to catch up. Something's going to catch up.
if you don't do something about it. And we need change. So, so what happens if all of the kids just don't go to school? Here, listen, I'm not saying I'm fixing world problems here, but I, I'm, I can spit solutions. My first solution is take your kids out of school, homeschool. My second solution is uh, you can't homeschool, you have work and stuff. Uh, well, first of all, if you want a home, first solution, get a home job. Get a job online. Just do it. Same freaking wages. Might as well just do it. Get a job online. Homeschool. Okay, second option. Keep your job. Reach out to other parents. Go on Facebook groups. Create, literally create signs, anything. Reach out. Go to, go to after school when you're picking up your kids. Literally Parents will reach out to you if you want to open yourself to a conversation of a better community. People will want that. We need movements. We need people to boss up and say, I want better for my kid. Every parent is going to want more. No parent is going to disagree with what I'm saying. But... What parents are disagree are going to disagree with is just being blind to the fact that this is a problem. My only thing that I can ask those parents that don't understand what I'm saying and don't understand, or those people that think I'm even being over dramatic, because honestly, everyone should be aware of this, because we're all going to eventually have kids, or we're all going to be around kids, we're all going to be aunts, we're all going to be uncles. You know, we're all shaping our society. So as a parent, your one obligation should just be to look into it at least. Take an hour at some point, whether it's when you're taking a shower even or a shit or something. And actually look into this. Don't look at the same news source you're looking at or talk to the same people do what I did. Just go on to Twitter or Instagram or YouTube or or anything, anything, Google. I mean, because that's the thing is look into all of it. Don't just trust one source because every source is, every source is just kind of fucked in their own way. But just so look into all of them. That's your duty as a parent. It, make sure that you looked into every single possible scenario for your kid. Ask yourself, okay, people are warning me about my kid being unsafe at school. Maybe I should look into it. Someone is warning me about my kid being unsafe in public. Maybe I should look into it. Someone is warning me about my kid being unsafe in the pharmaceutical industry. Maybe I should look into it. And as a parent, don't avoid it. And let's say it doesn't work and you can't figure it out. You can't figure out other parents that want to build a community. Can't figure out how to homeschool your kid. or You can't figure out. Say you just can't figure it out. At least you tried. At least you looked into it. At least you spread awareness and at least now maybe someone knows, okay, well, that mom's looking for their kid to be homeschooled. Maybe I can homeschool. There's a different type of way that we need to start talking 
And there's one way of talking where we were spreading awareness. And there's now this stage of talking where we need to spread ideas, solutions, or just thoughts on how exactly we're going to do it. I think there's, I think the food community actually has been doing a decent job at this. I think a lot of people are starting to self-grow and farm and, you know, a lot of people are then selling that. And there's, there's been like big communities going on with that. And I think we can do the same thing with protecting our kids. Yeah. I don't even want to, I mean, the trafficking issue is a whole nother thing and the sex working, I mean, introducing sex work to our kids, um, at young ages and introducing just very, very dark, uh, paths. So it is important to focus on these kids. Yeah. So I encourage all parents to, again, at least take the time to think about these things um, all people to think about these things. Our kids are number one. Their safety is number one. And we need to do everything we can for them. And these conversations need to go beyond a conversation. They need to go into community building and starting by saying, I want to do this for my kid other people will say the same thing and people will then together follow. It's movement. It's how you create a movement. And these kids need someone to start creating movements for them. And again, we have a lot of parents that are busting their ass trying, but parents need to join. It needs to be like a point where no one goes to school. Literally all parents just say, nope, we're not. Until all of that is taken out of our schools, their kids are not going to school. What are they going to do? Literally. What if every single parent literally said, we're picking a day. And from that day and forward, our kids aren't going to school. You have the free will to decide what you want for your kid and what kind of society you want your kid to live in and you have the free will to now decide that you want to make some type of mindset change or impact that you think can help make that happen and your kid will then have the free will to decide for his self or herself what they want to do with their life when they so choose to do so but not get their rights stripped away from them. Not like this. Come on. You're just watching them do it to them. Thank you for listening. You know, this was definitely, again, like this is a topic that I think about all the time. Every single day when I see something, I'm telling you, go on Twitter, man. Just get a Twitter. Just get a Twitter. I'll throw out a list of people to follow or something and you'll just see all of the crazy stuff going on and you're just like, how could this be happening to kids? You know, how could we be doing this? And, you, and then you worry about kids that are in your family and that are close to you. And you worry about you having kids. And you worry about when you have kids, what kind of kids they're going to be around. It's, it's definitely 
a good time to start putting everything aside and recognizing what a fucking kid needs. The basic human needs. Let's stop stripping their rights away. Let's stop medicating them. Let's stop indoctrinating them. Let's start doing something. Thank you guys for listening. I, again, hope you guys enjoyed as much as I enjoyed recording. It was definitely, I felt more lax this time. So I'm more excited to keep recording, honestly, and sharing my personality more and more. Um, Yeah, next week, it's not going to be this type of topic. I'm going to hit a lot of different things. And yeah, I'm really excited to just keep spreading my truth and keep spreading the things that I think about and ponder on daily. I, uh, you know, I'm tired of like feeling like these genuine conversations are not happening because I feel like it's very, uh, let's just have a normal conversation that someone would have as two parents or me to a parent or some sort this is a serious problem. We can, you know, create a better community for me, you, and our future generations. Thanks for listening again. <laughs> like and subscribe. Please like and subscribe or rate. And yeah, I hope you guys have a great week. And I'll see you guys next week. All right. God save the queen, man.